Living with Midweek. Hello, this is a midweek episode of the TV Nostalgia-based podcast, Living With Maidley. In the midweek ones, we take a look at some of the feedback we've had on previous episodes. I'm Liam, co-host is Andrew. Good evening. Hey, douchebags. How's it going? <laughs> Your catchphrase, hey, douchebags. Hey, douchebags. I'm all right, mate. I'm not too bad. You've, you've got a bit of an headache, you said, didn't you, before? So Yeah, I've had to go and help. Just- Help a friend of ours. It sounds like the Matthews, all, doesn't it? A friend of yeah. ours move, move some stuff out of his basement. Move some stuff out of his fucking basement. Man. Yeah, no, I've had yeah, to lift up uh, a tumble dryer with him in a fridge, and they were they were far heavier than I expected, and I wasn't really dressed for it, and I think it's giving me a headache. Well, did you have a suit on? Yeah, full suit. Oh, no, I just had like a slightly thicker hoodie on than I would have worn, and I had like quite loose fitting boots that were a bit slippery on the <sighs> on the stairs. So yeah. Not prepared, not prepared. Um, yes, yeah, so apologies for not doing one last week. Um, but we might really have a reason, didn't we? We just didn't get to it, did we? No, we just didn't get around to doing it, and we're not going to be doing it next week because uh, you're on holiday, and then week after I'm on holiday. So this is the last midweek mainly for a while. Yeah, um, probably of the series actually, but yeah, um, let's read think some feedback. Yeah, think how exciting it'll be though like, when we come back and we've got like three episodes worth of stuff. <laughs> it's unbelievable, isn't it? Incredible. Uh, We got a message from Gary who said he's had some health issues, but has really enjoyed listening to this, and it's uh, it's helped him along through that journey. So that Mm. really, really nice feedback. That so thank you. Uh, Yeah, hope you're doing all right. Yeah, yeah, hope so. Yeah, a couple of messages, not criticising, but saying that they think we went too too safe on Bernard Manning. Um, Mm. We mentioned one similar to this before, and a couple more people think. We were a little bit too safe. Yeah, as we said, don't deny it. We've also had a message. I think you responded to this one, but someone sent us. They must have obviously seen what we've done with Bernard and been that impressed. They've sent us a Chubby Brown video. So that's. Yeah, it, I've got that already on the list. on the list. Yeah, it's already on the list, that one. Yeah, it's already on the list. But yeah, we've got a Chubby Brown. Uh, yeah, a Chubby Brown one. But yeah, some people saying like we were, we were too safe with that. I agree. I think it's really hard. You don't want to offend anyone. And I think. And I, and I think I think someone put something along the lines of you know you like Ricky Gervais and stuff like that. What's what's really the difference? Obviously, he's. Well, I don't. To be honest, I don't. I've I've not seen any of Ricky Gervais's stand up outside his first one. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's true. Anyway, I can't think of. He has got quite harsh, and and I know generally speaking, the theme people say is he's not targeting individuals, but he, he does sometimes. And yeah, mm. that, you're right. I think it's, it's a weird one, isn't it? Humor. It's very subjective. That you, some things you think are acceptable and others don't I, that's why i think you should ban these things i just think if it's not for you it's not for you now and i, I like to say and, and i'm pro- pro- probably because i'm not a huge fan of bernard manning um i might have been harsher towards him or less sympathetic anyway than i would have been with someone like ricky gervais because of the office and i think that's a fair fair shout i think yeah um, yeah yeah uh, uh, just yeah. sorry just to go back to to gary's as well because it made me think something i'm going to do for you and hopefully gary can play along as well if he's listening so hmm. We did you bet, and he mentioned that what would you do on there? And he said he'd yeah. like to do iconic shirt sponsors. So mm. I've gone on to – it's the first one I could find, but it's just a shirt sponsor oh, site right. from the 90s. So I'm going to go through, see if you can get them all. And oh, uh, Gary, put yourself up against Andrew, and let's see how you do. So the first one, JVC. Uh, Arsenal. Awesome. Correct. Number two, Muller. 
Villa. Correct. Number three, McEwen's Lager. Easy one. Blackburn. Yeah. Are these in order? Like, of the tea, like they're all in alphabetical order, like 1990-whatever. <laughs> that was making it so yeah. easy to get them all. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm looking for a B. You're looking for a B. Right, OK. Yeah. So I don't know if oh, Commodore. By any chance. Let, me, let me change them, then. Uh, who's coming up next after that? Where did we get to? Uh, B. Uh, uh, McEwen's Lager. No, so next was Reebok. Uh, it's going to be Bolton, isn't it? Yeah, I'm going to go out of order now, though. Yeah, I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, NEC. NEC, I'm going to say Everton. Correct. Uh, too easy, that one, Carlsberg. Not even going to ask you. Uh, Selmet. Selmet? Selnet. Oh, Selnet. Oh, God. Uh I've, I've genuinely no idea. Um, give me a minute. I can't. I'm not uh, giving you a minute to Google it. No, I'm, gonna, I'm trying to think who, like, what, what, I presume this is 90s, so I'm thinking about who might have just had a couple of seasons in there. Bradford? Nope. Go on then. Uh, I don't know if you'd have worn a shirt, but Ravenelli played there. Oh, Borough. Borough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, don't, I don't remember. It's a weird one. Norwich and Peterborough. Norwich and Peterborough. Norwich? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, remember that horrible shirt, yeah. Compact. Compact. Oh fuck, I know this. It'd be a Q in it. Uh yep. oh shit. I was I see I would have said Bolton, but they've already gone. Uh compact, compact, compact. Uh, but Leicester. I don't think it is them. Uh it wasn't, I can't remember it was now, but anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> Amazing. Absolutely. Just to find them again. Oh, it's QPR. When you said with a Q, I thought you meant, ah, the team starts with a Q, but you meant the last letter's a Q, didn't you? Oh, yeah, 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 compact. Well, um, I Yes, that's it. And uh, the only other thing that I wanted to read out is something we got as an email from Gareth. Uh, love the pod. Uh, recommend the Woodstock 99 documentary, which yeah. possibly doesn't fit with a nostalgic thing. Yeah, well, no, maybe, maybe. But yeah, it could be a good special that. I've heard it's very I've good. I've got it on the list because I'd like it a lot. I think you would like it. I don't know if you've got Netflix, but it was like, and, uh, he's called us out a little bit here and he's, he's right, mm. actually. I don't know why we haven't done this. He's sure these are on the list, but surely it's time for an office, office episode. If not, early doors, Alan Partridge or Royal Family. Well, I we've got. I think we're going to do a Christmas thing, aren't we, with the office? I think we're going to do, we may as well reveal that we're going to do the office Christmas special around Christmas, well, I think. Well, Partridge might fit into that as well. Yeah, we're going to do 12 Christmas-based episodes around Christmas. Um, called, called 12, 12 Maidlers of Christmas, aren't we? Yeah, 12 Maidlers, yeah. Oh, I'm going to say 12 Days of Maidler, but yeah, 12 Maidlers of Christmas makes more sense, doesn't it? Oh, does it? Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Does it? Could do, uh, anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that when we He's, get there. He's uh, reading the news of... He's been in the news, uh, Rich. Uh, he's been, he's been, uh, he's been accused of being a. Is it a francophobe or a francophobe? I know it's France that they're on about, but how do you? Uh, I, I don't know. Say Frank, but I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, basically, he, he's, he's having a go at the French. I mean, he, he, he reeks of Brexit, doesn't he, basically? So, like, I'm not surprised that uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's basically. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Are you playing something You what? <laughs> I don't know if, if anyone listening will be able to hear this or if it's just me. Some advert came on for Italy. Come to Italy. <laughs> Where are you? My headphones. Yeah. Uh, I've got nothing on again. What's going on? Are you playing you've something? Got, no, you've definitely got something on, though. It must be an advert on this site I'm on. <laughs> Come, Come to Italy. Bellissima. 
come to Italy. Yeah, so no, that's it. Let me close this down. Yeah, it's gone now. <laughs> Fucking hell. Right, so I'll get to some comments then anyway that what people have gone. Uh, on the Bird of Mine episode, TJC said, nice, well, not really. Nasty piece of work. He said, him, not the pod. Um, and he, he says, and Bill and Blade has also mentioned this, and I can't believe I forgot. He said, if you're on about Chubby Brown not being on TV, you were obviously in uh, League of Gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, yeah and yeah, and yeah. it's named after him, Royston Vaser. Yeah, as, do you know what? As I did the edit, I thought, oh, I can't believe we mentioned that, because that's another thing yeah. that we're, we're fans of that we might do at some point. So, yeah, yeah these did this off no my call. back. Yeah, I remember him saying. So, one of his... He's not in it a lot, though. Doesn't he just do a speech at the start of the first episode? I think he's in one of the episodes. He's like, yeah, because he plays mayor. I think he's in a couple of scenes. I don't think he's in a lot of it, but yeah. Obviously, both uh, all from, they're from Geordie Land, aren't they? Uh, Shear Smith and that lot, I think. Uh, I don't know where I've got that from. It might not be true at all. No, I don't know. I'm trying to think because they do a lot of different accents, don't they? Shree uh, Shear Smith was born in. Uh, in the hole, so don't worry about that. Up that way, I suppose. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, LJD said uh, Bernard Manning's uh, best gag maybe a couple of there's a couple about Manchester City. He said that is one of them's a there is there's a design fault on the new stand. It faces the fucking pitch. So brilliant, yeah. I mean, like he'll deliver it better than me. I would have Man City fan, weren't he? Yeah, big Man City fan. Yeah, and he also uh, another joke was a bloke asked me the way to Main Road. I said, go down the road and you'll see a big queue and a small queue. Don't join the small queue. That's for the fish and chip shop. Right. What's the big queue? You what? <laughs> I don't get it. What, what do I mean? don't think I do, actually. No, I don't think I do. Don't, when you say don't join the big queue, that's for the chip shop. Doesn't that, that works, doesn't it? Don't join the small queue. That's for the fish and chip shop. Implying what? The big queue is for main road? But that's just saying Man, Man City are big, doesn't it? Be too Way big. to Main Road. Join the smaller one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't, LJD, two, if you're listening, I don't think I'm reading this out wrong. If I've, if I've missed a word out, then let me know. But if that's one of his it, jokes, though. If he has got that wrong, he's redeemed himself by play. He, I was going to mention this, but the, the Manning episode went on too long. But this is undoubtedly. Um, the the funniest, the most I've laughed at Bernard Manning. I remember this being on as well. It was, uh, Jonathan Ross Show, 1992. And this is Bernard Manning singing The Smiths. And now, Manchester's greatest, biggest, fattest star presents a tribute to The Smiths. I would go out tonight. By Bernard Manning. <laughs> you grizzled at Meet His Bird. You sulked at The Queen Is Dead. You weren't too happy about Girlfriend in a Coma. This charming man. Now Big Bernie's brought them together in one pool of misery. I was happy in the haze of a drunken hour. Yes, they're all here. Panic, heaven knows I'm miserable now, and many, many more. I was all brought together by this charming man, Bernard Mann. And heaven knows I'm miserable now. And I stay on the music thing, Jazz uh, got in uh, contact. He said we should do a, a crap celebrity products endorsements episode. And uh, one of his nominations was Alex James. Have you seen this from Blur? I'll play a clip here, actually. He's, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's brought a new wine out called Britpop. He's, he knows this is shit. Let, let, just listen to this. Britpop sparkling wine. Perfect for the good times. Great at lunchtime, great at dinner time, great at breakfast time. 
great in the great British summer's time. Lovely straight up. Or you can try pouring it over ice if it's sunny on piscine, as they say in France, in the swimming pool. I'll drink to that. Cheers. Yeah, but it's done without irony. It's not an attempt to be funny, is it? That straight face, which is really bad. Yeah, and he's just like, well, you know, bye bye. I mean, surely you call it, I don't know, they've got loads of songs. Why don't we call it after one of your songs? Bad Head. You know, because you get a bad head after wine. That's the, that's the joke there. Um, you know what I mean? There's loads you could do. Coffee, wine, and TV. Coffee, wine, and TV. Yeah, you could do uh, something like this. There's loads you could do. Uh, Lord Vision, too much wine. This is a low priced wine you could have. There's loads you can do. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just making these up, but it's better than Britpop, all of them. Park wine. Park wine. <laughs> yeah. sense, does it? It's still that better than that. Uh, yeah, there must be. Um, what else have they got? There must be loads. There must be loads they can do. Anyway, yeah. if you've got any uh, wine puns, let us know. Um, Thomas said the Burning Money Mom was a hard watch. He said he don't know if it was to do with the cringiness of the jokes or just the type of jokes uh, he portrayed. And I think a lot of jokes from the seventies and eighties are quite cringe, aren't they? I'm sure um, she's a lot of comics up though, and just. You know, you could sell several different versions of a comic by which jokes you choose, couldn't you? So, mm, yeah. yeah, I do think that yeah. it wasn't done any favours maybe in some of the choices. But anyway, mm. yeah, let's uh, let's put it behind us. Feels behind. We're on to You Bet now. Matt said um, he just watched the You Bet episode with it. I love this as a lineup. It, like as he just put them all the second name: Lasade, Inman, Regis, and Mason. Uh, big celebs at that time. He said, "I remember seeing this at the time and the kid doing the video game uh, challenge." This is really weird, this, Liam. I don't know if you've seen this, but Julian Rignall uh, on the first console was from the gaming mag Zap64. He was also on the Games Master episode that we did yesterday, that we released yesterday. Really? Yeah. Weird, that, isn't it? Gary Mason gets a mention as well, doesn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. So Mason answered. Matt Matt brought this up again. I didn't realise. Yeah, he said two episodes running with Gary Mason and uh, Jazz Rignall both on. Um, He said... uh, Games Master were a great show, and Dominic were perfect for it. It says the only decent gaming show since was Dora O'Brien's Go 8-Bit show, which I yeah, never saw. Yeah. I've heard that were good, but I never watched it. Yeah, I never saw that. I think it's because it were on Sky. I don't know if I didn't have Sky or I didn't have whatever channel it were on. But, yes, yeah, so that's weird, that. So Julian Rignall, whoever he is, um, Zap64, which I used uh, to buy. Yeah, I've seen a thing now, yeah, Julian Jazz Rignall. Yeah, so you know, a, a new and maybe we we'll keep keep an eye on him. Now I've come out with some great facts, by the way. He said he once shook hands with, which well, is not really a fact, it's an anecdote, but he once shook hands with Roger Black in 1999 uh, when receiving a certificate at the College Awards. He said he got his picture taken with him with one of his silver medals from the '96 Olympics, and he said the medal felt damn heavy when he wore it. Wow, that is a. And he also says celebrity meeting, isn't it? So brilliant. I'd love to meet Roger Black. Uh, 1992, which is obviously where we did the You Bet episode, because this is also the year that the British Bulldog, David Boy Smith, appeared on You Bet. He came out to congratulate um, a contestant for correctly guessing the finishing to a batch of WWE matches, you know, or WWF. You'd never get that now, would you? A big star coming out just to congratulate someone. Now, so yeah, fair, cheers for that. Now. So, like, I didn't know, but I don't know. I, didn't, I suppose I didn't really expect Bulldog to be on there, but sadly no longer with us. And neither is his brother. But Chad said, um, this is brilliant. This great episode, guys. Sounds like a cool game show. This Matthew Kelly fella, what's he all about? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely love that. Yeah, I'd explain brilliant. what Matthew Kelly's all about, really. You can't, like, can you? No, I wouldn't even, I don't even know where to start. You've you just got to watch him and see, haven't you? 
Unbelievable, Matthew Kelly, I think, as a presenter. Really went up in my estimations after this. Yeah, episode. yeah, we praised him, didn't we, at the time? So, yeah, yeah if it's not listed to that one yet, uh, Matthew Kelly's on fine form. Yeah, he is. Opinions on him, mine said, brilliant. He loved the Danny Dyer star hit stuff. He said he's genuinely laughing out loud with the earphones on, like, fucking geezer, having trouble with his fucking Swede. I can't remember exactly what we're saying, but I'd love to see Danny Dyer do something like that. Because I think he. I've watched Britain's. What is it? Not, I've watched Britain's hardest men, but I've also watched. Uh, What's the other one he did? Aliens. He did an Aliens one, didn't he? Oh, I don't think I've seen that. Sure he did. Williams an do something like that. You're not mixing him up, are you? No, Sean Ryder did it. I'm sure. I definitely, you know, Danny Dyer did an Aliens one. Because I remember just, he just believed everything that people were telling him. <laughs> so like someone saying, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, he was like, and I saw this uh, spaceship. It came into my eyes and fucking hell, mate. I fucking <laughs> can't believe it. Like, and this little gringy has come in. So you're telling me this little geezer? He's coming here and he's waddled on with his two legs. I don't know, it's just like, I can, it was just fucking brilliant. He should do more stuff like that. Danny Dyer investigates. And you're um, telling me yeah. he's flying that spaceship like a mad bastard. <laughs> so yeah. he's come down here, right? And he's got his fucking ackles up and you fucking scared him off of your fuck. Is it just brilliant? Absolutely. I mean, we should apologise for language after the event yeah. again. Uh, yeah, once again. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Morgana, what's her name? Robinson. Yeah. Uh, does the best ever. Danny Dyer impression that I've yeah, ever seen. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Britain's hardest cakes. Fuck me, this is fucking solid. <laughs> um, James said, fact, Matthew Kelly and Jurgen Klopp have never been seen in the same room together. Uh, Matthew has tried to disguise himself with a baseball cap, glasses, and those ridiculous teeth, but we all know it's him. <laughs> yeah, it'll definitely look alike. I think we said him and who's the one that you said that I thought? Ah, oh, yeah. Uh, George Michael. George Michael, yeah. Klopp and George Michael and Matthew Kelly, same man. Yeah, I think it's George Michael. No offence to Kelly here, but probably a less sexy George Michael, is how I would describe Matthew Kelly. Is that uh, fair? Well, I mean, George Michael won at best looking well, man in all of his time, weren't he? Are you going, are you going George Michael, then Klopp, then Kelly, or is Klopp bottom of the pile? I've got to go Klopp bottom. No offence to him, but you know what I mean. He's got big teeth, hasn't he? So... That's that's him done. Adam, yeah, you you should picked up on this. Uh, he said I made up karate on the spot, and I don't think I get enough praise for things like that on this podcast. So I think when you you're throwing so many gems around, they, they just get lost, <laughs> don't they? When it's going as thick and as fast as it does when I'm when I'm on fire, when then you're yeah, on the form. Really that's good. it, yeah. Uh, Matt said the baseball pitcher. What made him think he could do that many boxes? Which I found funny because you said you could have done that challenge as well. Yeah. I don't, yeah, well, I'd like to have a go at it. I, th- I don't think it could have done worse than him. Like I say, I think that I, I, we said it at the time, they must have to prove they can do it. That, that must be the case because otherwise it's ridiculous. But I think with anything like that, as soon as you know, like within the first 30 seconds, well, I've not done the first five, that's it then. You're not just going to, you can't make time back. You've had it. You might as well just put the mm-hmm. balls down, sat down. Start throwing them yeah, at But you don't want to do that. You don't want to give up. It's like when you're, it's like a football team, isn't it? You're like 4 0 down. They don't just sit on floor, do they? Maybe they should. <laughs> no. no, but I, I still think you you think, oh, we could get back in this, or at least we could gain. I suppose they're just doing it for pride, weren't they? Wanted to just get yeah. a couple in there. But yeah, I felt sorry for him. Obviously, the occasion got to him. It'd be so mardy if they just sat. A bit like him off Games Master last week. No, I, I didn't have the game. Um, it's not come out of the country. That's one of the best arguments I've ever heard on TV, that, by the way, we played last week. Yeah, the, uh, he, the, 
Sorry, I can't remember exactly what he said. I'm, I'm trying to think. Something like he didn't have. It wasn't released in this country. Yeah, he goes like he goes. What? So you've not played one of the uh, the biggest games of the year? It's not being released in this country. You are a games journalist. You're so quick. You're a games like journalist. Like... You could have got hold of a copy of it. He goes now. I prefer to wait for it to come out. Because <laughs> right, so uh, <laughs> so good. Like I'll, I'll. He goes like you're writing a book about games coming out this year. And he goes no, it's it's all about beat 'em ups. <laughs> it's like so like fucking brilliant, are Most passive oh, aggressive conversation ever. If anyone's brilliant. got any more on Dave, get I can't remember his name now. Dave, Dave the Perry, game. Isn't it? Dave, that's it. Perry, yeah. Because I like. Yeah, because I think um, I'm pretty sure Ben uh, Blazepod said to us, surely we've got to mention that. Mm, absolutely fucking brilliant. Uh, Webding said we don't do. We, you said in one of the episodes he's way back in. I to be fair, saw him on uh, uh, Saturday actually, and um, he's ca- he's caught up now I think. But uh, he said yeah we don't do politics. He said we should have definitely done in the Trevor and Simon fashion. Yeah. I don't know what this is, but he has. Uh, it's brilliant. Yeah. There's no sound on the clip, is there? Do you not remember? No, I don't know what he's on about. Yeah. <laughs> so they used to do a thing where they worked in like a dry cleaners, Trevor and Simon. Oh This, this yeah. is so good. This. And every week, people bring some clothes in. It'll be going okay. And then someone, bring, one of the celebrities would bring in a duvet. And the, the little one, I think he was Simon, he used to get so angry. He used to do the best face ever in the world. We don't do duvets. It, it was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Same joke every week, Simon. as far as I can remember. But, yeah, the, it's so funny, his face, how mad he gets. Yeah, because he put it up, and I thought, well, he's, you know, he's got he's got proof. I'm not I'm not calling Webding a liar that they used to say that, but um, yeah. So yeah, I'll have to look into this. He's been uh, he's been busy dealing with snacks, to be fair, hasn't he? Snacks, snacks <laughs> everywhere. Snacks. Uh, LJD uh, said he remembered Bruce Forsyth uh, hosting Uber, and he did a rap which had audience participation, which. I can't imagine Bruce Forsyth doing a rap, so I'm going to look back at this as well. Uh, he said, also, Kenny Sampson was a panellist just after his football career ended, um, and, he, and then he started to you. I don't, you probably know about Kenny Sa- Sampson. He's likes a, likes, a, likes a drink. No, I don't know him. Kenny Sampson? No, I don't think so. Old Arsenal. Mind you, it before our time. I don't know why I knew him, actually. <laughs> Kenny <laughs> Sampson? Yeah. He's retired before we started watching football. England left back, really good England left back, and uh, yeah, got alcohol and stuff like that. And he, he, I remember pictures of him in the sun or whatever, and he was that just that were, uh, before Wenger came in and sort out the the booze. That's it, yeah. Him. Although I was listening to a Brazilian shirt podcast with Tim Vickery and the other guy whose name I can't remember off the top of my head, so I apologise for that. But in the interview, Brian Dean, Brian Dean were having a right go at Wenger. They weren't really. He just said. Um, oh, everyone says Wenger brought this in because we were doing that at Sheffield United with Dave Bassett back in the early 90s. So. Is Tim Vickery the one that they always go to for the South American correspondent? Yeah. yeah. It's not his fault, but I fucking. I, I, when it was Brazilian World Cup uh, in Brazil, I can't believe how often he were on just saying the same thing. And it weren't his They were saying, so they're not going to be happy with this one, are they? No, no, they're not going to be happy. They love the cup competitions. They're not going to be happy with this. Cheers, Tim. Then day after, they'd be saying, like, well, you know, Brazil next round. They've got yeah, they love the cup competitions. Just wait, just yeah, he's, he's the go-to man, isn't he, for South America? That's he knows the shit. Yeah. He knows the shit, Tim Vicker. I'm really, really good journalist, but I don't know. I don't think the BBC uses. Right, we the need best. to know about Spanish football. Get get Gillen Balaga on the phone. Who's the other guy? Italian man. You, you go and get uh, Paul Eaton. No, he, he were on football Italia a few times. Did you get Richardson? Probably would, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think so. If you were doing a quiz and you wanted to know like about, I don't know, we're Italian football base, would you go and get Richardson out of everyone? I can't think of anyone. No. Anyone else, to be honest, no. No. German football? I, I can only think of one man, it's just because I would like to sit with him. 
Yeah, yeah, I'd like to see it McLinsman. Oh, I don't know about this one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nick said, if Matthew Keller did a wing walk, which were obviously one of the forfeits he had to do, because what was his head in space? It must have been. <laughs> I, I honestly, honestly think it must have been. Uh, so, yeah. And then we've got, so thanks for all those comments. We've got a couple for Games Master. I only released this today, actually, as we're recording, so not many. Um, and the, the one I want to pick out is Nav, who... He says he went through the backlog of the Brian McClare podcast. I love what, like, I don't know, Nav, what he gets up to. He can find some right gems. Uh, he says that in depth interview with Dominic Diamond and goes into great detail about presenting Games Master. I'm genuinely going to, I always say I'm going to watch this and listen to this, and I always forget. That's something I've actually saved to, to listen to. That's oh, that would be interesting. Oh, who's the podcast, did he say? Or, Brian McClare podcast, obviously. Brian McClare, football of Brian McClare. Yeah. I don't, know why he's, I don't know why he's an in-depth interview with Dominic Diamond. Just them two? <laughs> don't that know. doesn't seem to work together, does it? No, I can't imagine I'm it. But, you know. kind of, aren't you growing wearing a long hair and a beard now? Yeah, it looks like, yeah, because no one recognised him on that photo, did they? A bit back. So. And he also said, which we didn't know about, Gary Mason was the other way uh, British champion, and he lost the title to Lennox Lewis in spring 91. And he says this fight was heavily hyped and shown on BBC Sports Night. I'd love to do a BBC Sports Night. I'm not sure how it goes, pure because I think the intro was brilliant. Yeah, and Lennox was sort of one of the fighters who got me into boxing. So we obviously just missed out on Mason's career, didn't we? Were it really boring? I, I, I do like boxing, but I wasn't really that into it like in the early days. And I always get this, I don't know how people are so boring Lennox Lewis. Um, no, I don't think Lennox Lewis was boring at all. I think he was great. I think... Uh, we're just too good or something. The Klitschko's tied it up for a bit and have kind of got quite robotic and they won't fight each other and they, they did a lot of just jab-based points wins. So it did it did freeze up then a little bit, but no, Lennox was class. Lennox smashed Vitaly up, didn't he? And beat Fair Tyson. Play. Fair play, yeah. Um, right, so that's the, the comments. So that's the end of Midweek Made Light. Um, thanks for everything, all the comments and stuff. Like I said, we're going to be on a, a couple of week break, I think. Uh, but... We have got an episode coming out this weekend, haven't we, Liam? Yeah, the next one. We're actually going to record it straight after this, aren't we? So we're, we're yeah. going straight into the recording. And it's a strange one, this. We wanted something we could do quite quick, which lends itself to documentaries. I don't know the full name. It's a David Bowie documentary. Cracked Actor. So this came out in 1975, which obviously before our time, but it gets rerun pretty much every year on BBC for part of the Omnibus. Remember Omnibus uh, series? Um, yeah, and it, and it follows uh, David Bowie on his uh, Diamond Dogs tour. I'd never seen this before, and it's renowned as one of the BBC's best ever documentaries, apparently. So we're not going to give anything away now, but join okay. us. You recommending people watch it before we do? Yeah, you can get it. There's, there's quite a few versions of it on um, on YouTube. Uh, I think the one we watch is the 53-minute version, because there's one with there's one there's one with them with Yentob at the beginning saying. In 1975, and you just think, I don't really need to know this Yentop. You know what I mean? He's yeah. all on Yentop, did it, yeah, by the way. all over it. But anyway, yeah, we'll get to that, that in that. Yeah, in fact, just before we go, Leroy Jenkins, Richard Gill, or Jill Gill. Gill, it's going to be Gill, won't it? Yeah, he should be coming to all time, I don't know why not. Anyway, um, he's a great listen, and uh, he genuinely thinks a lot of people cheated to finish Mel's games back then. I think they had to, because it was fucking that hard. Yeah, but, but different as well, though, weren't it? Because, like, you cheats back then, you could... You could give yourself like indestructibility or stuff like that. We don't know that. Do can you still cheat in the same way now? Games are very different, aren't they? You, you can't just kind of press a button that makes you invincible for a bit, can you? 
I don't know. I don't. I've, I haven't played games since ooh 2001. LMA Manager. I don't know. I don't know what it were to be fair, but I've not had a. I've not had a computer since PlayStation One. So. I've got PlayStation Four, but I don't play it very much. But yeah, I mean, I, I just can't imagine. There's a lot of online stuff now. You can't. I, I know actually, people do cheat, but back in the days, you used to buy like uh, you'd get cheat codes in magazines and stuff, and you know, like cheat cartridges. Game Genie. Yeah, is that what it was? Where you could yeah. put something in that had loads of like, it had loads of different cheats for different games. Yeah, yeah. Someone, someone, a Derby County fan last season uh, described David McGoldrick as a game genie. So they were a cheat at that level. Cheat code, yeah. <laughs> cheat code. So thank yeah, you, we'll everyone. Back. Even though there won't be a midweek, keep sending us anything and we will get to it at some point. And uh, yeah, thank you. Cheers, Andrew. I'll speak to you soon. Peace out, brother. If uh, anyone wants to get in touch with us, send us anything, find us on Twitter at livingwithmade1, or you can send us an email at livingwithmadely at outlook.com. Living with-